back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Friday to everybody out there. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I'm Jake Bachman. He is Enrique Alvarez-Clary, and we have a Friday tradition we like to keep up, and that is to welcome on Brian Munson of Husker Online and On3 to get us caught up in recruiting for the week. And it's it's a really a great crest, Brian, because there is always recruiting news this time, uh, well, in the modern day of college football. I know we talked about that a bit last week, but there's nothing short to talk about when you when you come on never i mean and, and the coaches are out you know like we're, we're gonna touch on visitors there's three tight ends i guess in the future you know for nebraska here over the next couple three days uh portal transfer 2023 guy 2024 guy you've got the coaches out on the road um and then of course we got to talk about walter rouse we haven't talked about walter rouse yet and, and the significance of that pickup from stanford so yeah there's it's it's amazing, right? Because I mean, school's going to be picking up here and starting next week. Uh, so it's it's um, yeah, it's 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 amazing how recruiting just never sleeps anymore. Yeah, it is. It's always great for football fans to have that news continue. And, of course, for the big news for Nebraska, you touched on there, Walter Rouse, uh, the commit over from Stanford. I've been treating this like the pipeline is back. I mean, I can't help myself. I'm getting pretty <laughs> excited. Is that a is that a fair response to this commitment? Is, would you say this was the biggest portal need going into the offseason? I mean, if it wasn't, it's, it's, right, at the, it's right close to the top. I mean, I, I think I, – I, I, I think people maybe underestimate where things would have been had Nebraska not decided to do anything with the quarterback position, given the injuries to Smothers and, and to, and to Thompson. I mean, that would have been, you, you would have really had a, 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 a lot of faith or a lot of confidence in the, in the guys behind them just because of, the, of them not being available. But I mean, offensive tackle was right there. You had to take the pressure off of, the guys that are already in the system. And you didn't know, you know, who was currently in the system and who was currently in the program that was, that was part of that group that might decide that they're going to go ahead and leave too. So you, you, you had to find a tackle. I think you had to find an interior guy. The fact that you found a center really, really helps with Scott. I, I think they could have used, you know, another offensive lineman and an interior guy or, or somebody like that too to kind of help continue to take the pressure off. And they tried. Um, I mean, they, heck, they hosted the number one offensive tackle, you know, portal transfer in the nation in a, in a Johnny Cornelius. So, I mean, they 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 really went out there and 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 addressed it. It's it's so funny because you know you and I have talked and it's like we have basically you know outlined like the blueprint of where they needed to go ahead and get guys. It's like you need this, you need that, you need that, you need that, and then it's like where we kind of come back after things after December signing day. It's like. They never did anything at tight end, you know, and tight end position is, is completely bare with, with, with no Bramer and Jake Roberts didn't really manifest itself. The the kid from UNT, uh, you didn't get Andrew Metzger because he went to Kansas State. So there's um, there's obviously a hole there and it seems like they're certainly interested in getting that filled in. But I, I, I really feel like Rouse is going to come in and take the pressure off of guys like Prohaska and Corcoran uh, and, and Ben Hart, it's going to allow them to kind of say, okay, take a deep breath. You, you got your left tackle. Let's go figure out the rest of the thing. If you've got Scott now at center two, you're figuring out left guard, right guard, right tackle. 
and um, you you can you can then you know you've got a surplus of bodies because you're bringing in you're bringing displacing two guys anyway and trying to figure out a spot and make the the five guys or six or seven guys that played last year that you feel like could be part of that group you've only got to fill three spots into the starter group and that helps out so much when it comes to just that lack of depth and, and just not having a, a chance to like rotate guys in. There was no type of rotation at all because they just, they didn't have enough able bodies. And, and now they're finally kind of getting there and they're going to take some pressure off of those guys too, and give them a chance to develop and get better, you know, and, and get into the system a little bit. Now, Brian, you're talking about, you know, all these bodies that you're speaking on and, and, you know, We've been on break for well. They've been on break for an extremely long time. They'll be getting back um, next week, I believe. That Rule and the, and the team are going to meet uh, sometime next week or, or early before the week starts. And how many? I guess with with the amount of people on the roster, amount of scholarship people on the roster, how many people are we maybe not expecting, but but possibly going to see enter the portal right away or is that going to be something that you know you get through the winter and the spring and then you'll see uh, a large entrance of Nebraska players uh, into the transfer portal yeah I think it's going to be a little bit you know I think right now it's completely and totally risky you could find yourself out of a home for four months and then you could find yourself having to kind of figure out or pay your own way to have to go to school then find out a way to kind of keep yourself in shape and, and you're going to be outside of a program. So, I mean, there, there's, there's training table, there's all of your medical, you know, resources and all that stuff. You're taking yourself out of a system there. So I, I really feel like if there's going to be another exodus and there's going to be more people, there's more people, more people that are going to have to leave. It's going to be at the end of the spring, go back, reevaluate the roster, have that conversation again, you fit, you don't fit. You're better. You're never. You're not going to find a, a, a playing time here. You're better off to go ahead and look for it someplace else, etc. Those types of conversations begin sometime shortly at the end of spring. You've got to get back to 85 by August. Um, so I think that they're running about like what 92, 93, uh, and you've got the transfer tight end in this weekend. You got a 2023 guy, high school guy coming in next weekend. So they must be at least interested in adding at least one. I'm, I'm assuming they would take both, however. Um, so, yeah, they're still looking at increasing that number. It could could get up to, like, I suppose, 95, where they'd have to get down 10 before August. Well, and, that, and there's, like, interest. Like you said, there's there's a, a tight end position we'll talk about here in a second. Um, so there might be more additions. Um, I guess one room that we've kind of been focused on here uh, in our shows is, is the linebacker room. Are they going to, you think, address that as well in the portal, or do you think it's just kind of next man up with the scholarship guys that have been there? Yeah, I mean, that's <clears throat> that's tough. Um, I, I, I think the linebacker position, number one, you, you didn't have a – a great time or a great ability to kind of look and see what that looked like last year. You you had this a, a tremendous opportunity for Hausman to 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 kind of grab grab on to a, an opportunity based on some injuries and and, and he did the most of it and, and then and then he bolt, bolted from you know Lincoln to go to Ann Arbor um, and, and I think that you still have got you're you're, you're changing your you're going to change somewhat your philosophy there I think too where you're not going to need both mics. So you might, you now you're kind of then you're going to, you're going to take your pool and you say, well, I was running two mics before. Now I'm really running one mic and I really need two of those outside guys. 
So, and I didn't really have a, an abundance of those outside guys either because I had Tanner and Mathis and Nelson. All three of those guys are gone. Now I need to go back and find some more of those guys. And they, and they did. They brought in a number of, the, of those types of players, um, you know, through the, through, through, through the recruiting class and, and through the portal transfer process with Borders, Kai Wallen, and, you know, and you're going to, you're going to get actually, you're going to get Prince Will that's going to be up there too, you know, as, as a mid-year guy from high school. So you've really kind of nicely staggered your eligibility, you know, across three guys that, that could float between two point or, or three point, you know, kind of guys, the way that they're going to line up, you know, it's, it's, it's really going to be fun to see what they, what they kind of do there at that hybrid spot and the guys that could, that could drop off in the coverage and the guys that can kind of pin their ears back and go get the quarterback. But that Mike spot, I think that it's going to be nice for the consolidation, you know, of the guys that, that were there before your, your, you know, your Henry, your, your rhymers, that the guys like that, 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 that they can bring those guys together and you can now rotate and keep some guys fresh there that, that, that are going to play that spot. Do you think that they will continue to designate players as edge players? Uh, just kind of thinking out loud here, because I know Tony White yesterday was kind of saying they're just going to recruit bodies and run the best defense uh, they can with that. But I guess when you think of a 3-3-5, three, three, I'm thinking of those defensive line, more traditional run-stopping defensive linemen up yeah. front as part of that three, and then your outside linebackers, you know, I don't know if you need to, to designate them as edge. I just, I guess I don't know where... Edgewood might just like say, okay, this is our pass rushing specialist. But other than that, I don't know why they would keep that designation out other than just trying to keep up with modern times, I guess, because that could be a bit uh, of something that, you know, recruits like to see or NFL scouts like to see, hey, this is an edge coming out. Yeah, I, I think that edge spot really, the edge term to me really speaks more to the versatility of the player to be able to float between that first level and second level. I'm talking defensive line to to outside linebacker. And that's why I said, you know, a, a guy like a guy like Wallen who came out of junior college in California, you'd see plays with him, you know, a hand on the dirt. And then you could also envision him, you know, standing up at a two point and, and getting after it a little bit. It's that versatility and, and, and those guys to be able to move between those two spots are, are going to be valuable. However, I think to your point, where you're where you're sitting there and you're trying to say like look you're still trying to find a way to kind of get some guys that can eat up a little bit more space and, and maybe take on a, a a combo there between a between a tackle and a guard and if you did that on a 235 pound guy uh, that's not going to be fair all day long to that guy so you're going to need you know a, a a different type of body you know to be there uh, and play that spot so it's it's. I, I think you're. I think you're onto something. I think you're looking at a guy that that, that play that four eye spot. You know, is where you kind of play inside that tackle. You're you're gonna need a guy that's a six four ish, six five ish, two hundred eighty five pound guy that can kind of take that on and 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 do something with it. But then that backside guy, um, you know, can be a little lighter. And and I think that that's gonna really you know it's going to impact how Hunter Brass is going to kind of place some guys and, and, and take a look at what their strengths are. But, but I think for now, I mean, I, I, I appreciate the fact that they, that they're just not going to run out there and stay square peg round hole. We're going to do our defense no matter what. I think they're really going to take a look at what they can do, what they could be successful with and say, it's not ideal, but, but honestly, it's the best thing that we can do in that situation. 
um, I, I kind of really appreciate that and, and them understanding, you know, what, what, what could, what they can do successfully and what they really can't do all that well. So knowing their strengths and knowing their weaknesses. Yeah. I, I think there's a couple guys that just kind of have versatility. They can kind of play with you. I mean, even think about the nickel position, um, Jevin, yeah. Wright. You know, maybe he can move up to the linebacker position. Probably some, need to put some weight on Gifford to do so, but he's, you know, his brother obviously is pretty good at that spot, so that's something to consider. Uh, let's jump into the tight ends. You kind of mentioned earlier, Nebraska fans feel like that's a need. First of all, um, do you know kind of what where Thomas Fedone is? And then, uh, you know, obviously in Lincoln, but, you know, on his road to recovery. Uh, but then go ahead and kind of give a breakdown of what we have, including, I believe, a national champion in, in town looking around at Nebraska. Yeah, you know, well, I, you know, from – from hunting around and kind of sniffing around a little bit on Fedona and watching social media, uh, it looks like he is uh, going to go out there and try to convince people again that he's back. And, and, and look, I, I think that I think he's the kind of guy that when you put a chip on his shoulder, uh, he's going to go out there and blow you away. It's just a matter now of him staying healthy. And he's been snake bitten twice. I mean, when you put him up against the other tight end, that, that, that Georgia, the national champion, that, that had such a such a great night and such a terrific night, and you put him in the same recruiting class as one another, Fedoni was, was a more highly rated and, uh, and touted recruit than he was. Mm. And, and, so, and so that just gives you an, an idea, at least at that point in time, you know, a couple, three years ago now, that of where that snapshot really was and how talented Fedoni was. So now it's just about, look, Getting healthy, staying healthy, taking care of your body—that's going to be an ongoing process too. I mean, that's just when once you once you have done that type of damage to a knee, there's just there's a there's a lingering effect. And 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 as being an athlete and being young, uh, it's going to be helpful. But it's gonna there are going to be some days he's just going to have to take some time off and get some things going. But I mean, I've, I've played with some guys that had to have that happen. I've got a son that's going through it now, so. But yeah, there's there's there are three tight ends that that should be, you know, in Nebraska here over the next week, week and a half. You got a national champion like you just talked about in uh, Brett Seeder uh, that's that's coming in from Clearwater, Florida. Uh, hasn't had a huge role, you know, when it comes to the Georgia's offense or their success. Really, I mean, he's only had like I don't know four or five catches. I think over four or five years, it's it's he's he's really not had that that like that pivotal role. But this is a this is a guy that's six five. 230 he's incredibly athletic i think you put him in the nebraska room and you and you and you bring in this guy that's that's seen what it's like to have a program you know hitting on all cylinders that that's that's this top caliber type of team and he's seen incredible competition you know every day at practice or, or lining up against him on saturdays that that instantly helps your program it, it immediately helps your program it helps it helps a guy like fedoni get you know, get ready and uh, for Big Ten play when you can see Brett and the way he's practicing and getting ready to, to how he's going to handle the season. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that's that's a pretty significant guy. You know, for Nebraska to be able to bring in um, this weekend and and uh, hopefully be able to add him to the to the class. Yeah, I, I I can I can certainly assume that that's a position of need for Nebraska. They've still got a few of them, like we talked about. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens with uh, being so far over the scholarship count. So we'll kind of see what plays out there. But unfortunately, we are running out of time. But thanks again for your time, Brian Munson. Uh, I think let's see if I can get this right. Uh, always entertaining and always informing. I, I messed it up last week. Oh, informative, uh, but we did sure learn a lot again. Once again, from our talk with you, Brian. Thanks for jumping on. 
Have a great weekend, guys. We'll see you. All right, there he goes. Brian Munson of Husker Online and on three. Like I said, we are up against it, so we better go to break. But uh, we will have more to talk about on the Ticket Water Cooler. Uh, lots of kind of interesting things. I know a lot of people are looking at Zach Taylor this weekend as far as he gets ready for his playoff run. Don't forget about another former Husker in the coaching community. I'll remind you of who that is. Coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket.